Hey, this is Kevin Smith, and you're listening to Radio Brendo Man, the only radio that matters with the name Brendo Man in it. If you're not listening to it, just what in God's name are you listening to? I can give you some options, but that would defeat the purpose of the plug. Brendo Man. Welcome to another episode of Radio Brendo Man. I'm Brendan Creasy, and um, I apologize. I know I said I was going to release more episodes more frequently, and instead I'm releasing less episodes less frequently. Things have been very busy between getting a movie pass and... Uh, and um, between getting a movie pass... And going to a lot of wrestling shows and working on, um, you know, working on other stuff and work and life and doing stand-up most Mondays. I didn't do it this Monday just because I didn't feel very well. Um, I had a bit of a rough day at work. Um, I screwed up real bad at work. Uh, last week I um, so we're trying to get a lot of the classes using Google Classroom so they're not like saving work on their computers or printing out tons of paper and it's all stored in Google Drive um, it's kind of like Blackboard but it's free um, if you guys ever took an online class use Blackboard and um, so some of the teachers are using it and I was um updating the software some making updating some software on MacBooks and the fastest way to do that um is to just make a new image with what I want on it and then put it on there you know so that wipes out whatever's on the computer before but it's faster than going in on the student account and you have to install the program on the admin account uh, update the parental controls um, run it and then go over to the student account, make sure it works, unlock the dock, modify the dock, relock the dock, you know, all that. And I don't want to have to do that several hundred times because that's how many laptops we have. So instead I'll, I mean, I can reimage multiple computers at once and it's a lot faster. Um, except now with the new Mac OS, that's changing because they're getting rid of target disk mode because of the new file system. And I'm getting super nerdy. This is like old school Radio Brendo Man if you listen way back in the day when we had like Danny's Linux Minute and stuff. So, you know, basically, um, that being said, I re-imaged a card of computers um, thinking that they were using Google Classroom and they were not. And I wiped out three weeks of student work and... Oh, man. Yeah, it was bad. It was real, real bad, and I felt horrible. So I didn't really feel like doing anything yesterday. So when I got home, I just went to bed, pretty much. Did nothing. 
just miserable. But I'm feeling better today, you know. So that's how I know that I'm doing better in life because I feel like that would have maybe, I don't know, sent me on a tailspin. But I'm already recovered. And um going to – last week I went to five wrestling shows in eight days. So that that's a thing. I went to Tijuana on Saturday. Um, and I also, like I said earlier, got a movie pass, which I talked about last episode. I'm now realizing. And, uh, yeah, but I saw Thor. It was freaking amazing. And I saw, what else did I see? I saw the foreigner. I don't know what I talked about last time. I saw Thor. It was great. And now I have my card, which I got really fast. So if you're thinking about Movie Pass and you haven't gotten it because they were taking forever with the cards, I think they like have um, chilled out on that. I just realized my levels are real high, so I'm trying to So if you notice a shift. I don't know. I'm sure it'll be fine. Well, anyways, so yeah, if you were waiting on Movie Pass, like I got my card in like a... A little over a week. So, I mean, that's not bad at all. Not bad at all. And, uh, let's see. This week on the show, um, I got an interview with, uh, Diana and Paulina of the Happily Ever Aftermath podcast. We talk about their show. We talk about romantic comedies. We talk about my romantic life and uh you know some stuff like that i think i think we talk about dead poet society and i think that's the conversation we had. we talked for a long time and um talked about books and paulina's a software engineer so we talked about nerded out quite a bit and uh man we talked about a lot of good things it was a great conversation ended up going about 45 minutes so this is another standalone PodFest interview, and you really should go uh, and check out Happily Ever Aftermath on iTunes. I'll put links in on the site at RadioBrendo.com, but you're going to want to open up your Apple. See, even on their website, it says iTunes. I'm at iTunes.Apple.com, so on the computer, it's still iTunes. So this Apple Podcasts, iTunes, man... Whatever. But uh, you need to go and open your podcast app and subscribe to it because it's really good. And you can check out on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash happily ever aftermath. And uh, yeah. So um, what else is going on? Oh, I got two. Um, well, before we get into reader mails, we got a hotline and you can call it. We've yet to get a call. You can also text it text message but if you call and leave a voicemail and um unless you say otherwise i'll play it on the show and then respond to your inquiry or comment or question i guess that's an inquiry if you need advice about something and you can also send it via text message so that number is 714-408-7091 once again 714 714- Four zero eight seven zero nine one. Call or text twenty four hours a day. 
Also, you can uh, contact us via email, askbrendoman at gmail.com. Brendoman at gmail.com with other normal inquiries. But askbrendoman at gmail.com is specifically for advice. If you want that, your question answered on the show. Brendoman at gmail.com, all other normal whatevers. Reader mails. Um, you got a, a nostalgia detective's case. You know, that kind of stuff. Brendoman at gmail or go to our contact form. RadioBrendo.com, click the contact form, click contact, you know, Facebook, Twitter, we're at BrendoMan, Twitter, Instagram. Um, yeah, so moving on to reader mail, we did get some stuff. Julie Chandler actually sent me a couple messages. One was in reply to her first question that I read. And she says, hello, Brendan. I saw your latest podcast came out a few days ago and was excited because I could tell from the show notes that you're going to read my letter question. I downloaded it but saved it until Saturday to listen when I had more time. In the podcast, you said you had emailed me. No, I didn't see that. So I checked my junk file today and there it was. Felt so bad that I hadn't known about it. I've got your contact added now. So if you ever write again, it won't do that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know. Um, I think it's because when I replied to Ask Brendo Man, it went, it came from another email address. So then Google thinks it's spam. And I think I got that all fixed. And if anybody, I don't know, um, the people I've emailed, I think we're in good contact. But if you really think I should have responded to something and you haven't gotten a response, check those spam filters. Use another means. Facebook, Twitter. Yeah. Alright. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to answer my question so thoroughly about selling video stuff. Well, you're welcome. The tips you gave are really helpful. Thanks too for the offer for listing things on your Facebook group. Although I have an account, I'm not a big Facebook user, so I'll have to think about doing that. Well, if you get to a point where you can't sell it um, through any other means, Facebook is a big place to sell things. I'm sure your local community has a Facebook group. Most do. There's a Ukaipa buy, sell, trade, and we're pretty small, so I'm sure wherever you live might have one, and you could sell it in there. You asked how I found your podcast earlier this year when I finally became a podcast listener. I was browsing categories and Radio Brendo Man came up under comedy. Oh my gosh. That happened. It happened, you guys. That does happen. In the podcast world, some people swear that that never happens. Well, I'm here to prove to you that it does. So if you have a podcast, you know, you should write good descriptions and... Think about the fact that somebody might just stumble upon your show because Julie did. And you might have your own Julie out there. It might even be Julie. So don't give up. I picked it to try because the description said something about a geeky podcast that talks about books, movies, etc. I downloaded a few episodes and to be honest, at first I wasn't sure if I was going to like it or not. I don't go to comic cons or attend wrestling or interested in all the same movies or TV shows you see. But the more I listened, the more I realized just because I don't do all those things and I'm also older than you, I became interested in hearing your experiences and your interests in these things. And I got ideas 
ideas for new things to check out. This is amazing. Thank you, Julie. This is so amazing. For instance, I didn't know about the TV show Riverdale until I listened to your podcast. So now that's something I'm interested in watching. Also, you're just plain entertaining to listen to. Oh, well, thank you. I need to get on that Riverdale season two, but it's not on streaming as far as I can tell. I don't know. I got to figure that out. Also, in your email, you asked about the wrestling in Texas, and if I remembered any names, I didn't, so I did an internet search on that to see if anything seemed familiar. I did find one name that I remembered, and that is the Von Erich brothers. I'm sure if it was in Texas, it was definitely the Von Erichs, because they were huge in um, in Dallas and the surrounding area. But then if you're out near Amarillo, you might have also seen the, the Funks. They're pretty big. They're big in... Um, in the Amarillo area. Um, the next time I talk to my brother, I'm going to ask him if he remembers names of the wrestlers. In my internet search, I did see the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame is in Wichita Falls, Texas, which I found interesting. I'll have to check that out. I know there's a couple different wrestling Hall of Fames, um, but I, I think that's the big one. Um, but I have to look and check that out. Thank you, though, for filling in that information. Two last random things. I love the Marmaduke section. Oh, that's great. I'll have to start doing it again um, soon. It will return. Comic cons sound really fun to attend. And while I know they are so much more than just about comics, it made me want to mention this. My brother has saved every comic he ever had, which goes back to the 60s. And he has some vintage superhero comics, including Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, and Batman. Being a girl, I wasn't really interested in reading those when I was a kid, but I did read some of his other collection. Wow, I'd be curious. If you got some 60s ones, those could be seriously valuable. Um, I'd be curious if you ever, if you ever got any of those graded or anything like that, just to, you know, cause geez, that could be crazy. Little Lulu and Nancy and Sluggo are two favorites that come to mind. Do you know those names? Actually, I just was reading all about Little Lulu, um, and Sluggo because it's the anniversary. I think it was the birthday of one of the, like the creator or one of the main artists and they have these anniversaries that they celebrate in Comic-Con every year and they do write-ups. Like, so it's like the 75th birthday or the 75th anniversary of the comic or something. And, uh, and they do these big essays and write-ups about the people. And one of them this year was the, the person that drew little Lulu. Cause I know it was a lady that created it, but then this, this guy took over later and, uh, yeah, it was his birthday or something. Plan to leave you a five-star review on Stitcher. I'm having trouble logging in, but I'll persevere and get that done. Well, whatever you do is great. Thank you so much. Oh, and she writes, John Gubangdu. Well, thank you very much, Julie, and John Gubangdu to you, too. All right. Mario writes in real quick. Hide your women. OJ is on the loose. That's true. He's on the loose, people. I hope he maybe he's out there looking for the real killer. Um, good luck. Good luck, OJ. All right, Julie, one more, writes back with a question. Hi there again, Brendan. I was the first one to ask you a question for your new segment. I'm not sure what kind of questions you want. I'll take anything. But I want to throw two more at you. All right, double. One is more serious. One is just for fun and not really an advice type question. Of course, it's totally up to you if you want to answer one both or neither one. I'll answer both. 
The more serious one is how can a person deal with envy? Have you ever experienced it? How do you move past it? Envy is something that I found myself dealing with lately and I just hate it. I'm generally happy with my life, but I'm struggling with envy right now of my neighbor. She seems to live a charm life, has everything she wants, no hardships, does many fun activities, doesn't have to work, and the worst part of it is whenever I talk to her, she brags. I think that bragging is what especially makes it so hard. I have counted my own blessings and talked to a friend about it, but it's still an emotion I can't seem to let go of. Man, well, let me tell you, I've experienced that. I mean, especially being in the creative side of things you see friends doing successful stuff and getting things and and things like that and then just growing up you know especially later when i didn't have a lot you know it was hard um but uh i think the biggest thing is to realize that you know i've known some very you know well-off people or people that seem to have it all together i've met you know celebrities and whatnot and let me tell you um every person you see is fighting a battle that you don't know about and it's got shit going on i mean especially um when people that like brag a lot about that stuff and you know seem real charmed um sometimes that's just a show you know that they put on not always but a lot of times especially if they're specially braggy just super you know vocal put on a little show so i mean that part of it you just have to realize like i mean there's the grass is always greener on the other side too i mean again like they're probably looking they're all they're probably looking at somewhere else like you know they might be even be looking back at you like oh look they have you know they have a maybe she wishes she had a job something to fill her days because maybe she gets bored you know you don't know um or maybe something I mean, I mean, look at your own life. Realize that you probably, I guarantee you have a lot to live for. You have people that love you. You have, you have, you have a great life. And, um, you know, sometimes it's hard to see because it's our life. And, 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 you know, we see, we see all of it because when we look at other people's lives, we don't see the whole thing. So of course it looks awesome, but you don't know the whole picture. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors. You don't know what, what that person's thinking about. When they're lying awake at night, you know, I don't mean that in a weird way, but like, uh, you mean, you don't, we just, there's so much you don't know. And I think they probably might feel the same way about you maybe because they got so much bad stuff going on. And then and like, if they look at you, maybe they think, oh, you know, Julie seems very happy and she's got, she's, 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 she seems to have it together. You don't know that. So I think that would be my advice to you. Just think about that and think about all the awesome things in your life you got going on. And, uh, you know, we're all on the same boat hurtling through space. And, you know, just got to make the most of it. The lighter non-advice question is a silly one. Do you think any weird food combination, do you like any weird food combinations or weird food in general? For snacks, I sometimes like to eat peanut butter and cheese together, which is probably not that crazy. I have not tried that. I like to get Fritos and mustard. I've done that. And occasionally drink dill pickle juice, but only a little at a time. I actually started doing that at the suggestion of Phil. It's all right, 
but it's definitely someone told me that they buy dill pickles, throw away the pickles, and just drink the juice. See, why would you throw away the pickles? That's crazy talk. Um, I eat a lot of pickles. Weird food things. I don't know. Um, I went through a maraschino cherry phase because I was like, these don't actually have a lot of sugar as much as like candy. So maybe I'll eat some of these. But then I started like I just would eat too many and I'd feel sick. And then I tried to drink the juice of that and that's real bad because that's like just like, oh, um, I don't know. That was that was dumb. Uh, I mean, I'm, we were talking about this in the Facebook group, which you can get to at radiobrendo.com and click the Facebook group link, um, about the milkshake, dipping fries in the milkshake. And I'm 100% down with that combo. Um, my brother and I got really into like potato chips and Oh, mac and cheese sandwiches, potato chips and sandwiches, Cheetos and sandwiches. But mac and cheese sandwiches, that was a thing that we did. Um, hmm. That's all I can think of right now. I mean, I don't know. I'm sure I do a lot of weird stuff that people think is weird and I don't even think about. Like, uh, sometimes I get a some, you know, lunch meat and cheese. And I did this because when I was on the South Beach diet, but now I can't stop doing it. And then I just, like, I'll get, like, some, like, roast beef and, like, provolone and just, like, roll the provolone and the roast beef and then, like, just eat that. Some no-bread Sammies. But that's not really that weird, is it? I don't know. You guys tell me. All right, uh, Julie says, hope, have enjoyed your latest podcast. We'll be checking out Chris Trout's new book. Oh, that's awesome. You could check that book out. It's called We'll Be Right Back on Amazon. Links at radiobrendo.com. And, uh, definitely check that out. But you know what else you should be checking out? Don't check out popboxmusic.com slash store right now because our website got hacked and I still haven't gotten it fixed yet. So screw you, hackers who are apparently using all kinds of things to mine cryptocurrency. This is all Bitcoin's fault. But you can go on Amazon and buy the Brax book. Just type in Brax the Alien Rocker. You'll get there. Also, you know where you'll get? You'll get the podcast on all your favorite pod listening things. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe on them. Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, Stitcher, all those. And listen to all the Benview Network podcasts, including my other show, Massive Buds Wrestling Show. I've also got lots of other good stuff. Super Mario Brothers Minute, Animusings, Nothing New. Getting ready to do some uh, extra life with the extra damage folks this weekend. I'm going to NXT Riverside on Saturday, but then I think on Sunday morning, I think. I think that's what we've decided or maybe Saturday day. I don't know. I haven't figured that out yet. Be going to do extra life with extra damage. You can pledge and get on there extra damage.com and you'll be able to watch the stream on there. And I'm sure there's might be some other Benview peoples popping up. But yeah. Check out all that stuff. Also check out dream host, go to radio Click 
the dream host link and you will save $50 off our website. You can also get you a free trial, free 30 day trial, Amazon Prime. You want to watch some of those sweet, sweet Amazon Prime shows like The Tick or Mozart in the Jungle or The Man in the High Castle. They also got lots of other cool shows on Amazon Prime streaming, lots of good movies. They got Arrival. I think that's on there. Other stuff. The Big Sick. Yeah, yeah, I got you with that one, huh? You know what else I got? I got lots of stuff that people bought on Amazon because it's been over a month. So I'm going to have to speed do this stuff. But you can get on the list too. I don't know who it is, but I know people bought it. And then they help the show by buying it. Go to RadioBrendo.com, click the Amazon banner, and then do your shopping like normal. You'll be helping out the show. Helping us out, pay those hosting bills. Help us not get hacked like the other site got hacked. Not Radio Brendo. That's on different servers. Now everything's over on DreamHost. We were not using DreamHost for PopVoxMusic.com and BrendoMan.com. And maybe that was our mistake. So get on DreamHost and then go to RadioBrendo.com and click on the Amazon banner. And if you want to start your podcast, you should buy your gear on Amazon because somebody, I think, just did that. We got an Electro Voice 314E windscreen pop filter for a microphone. We got Carnation Breakfast Essentials, Powder Drink Mix, French Vanilla. We got Electro Voice Omnidirectional Handheld Dynamic ENG Microphone, Beige. We got a Santafer double side cable knit decorative throw pillow cover for bed couch. Hmm. Yes, I would like a bed couch. All right, we got a home brilliant soft solid linen Euro sham throw pillow cover for couch. Not a bed couch, just a couch. We got a Belkin eight outlet power strip surge protector with six foot power cord and telephone protection. What the hell is a telephone? We got clerks too. Two-disc special edition Blu-ray. Nice. It's not easy being me. A lifetime of no respect, but plenty of sex and drugs. I do not know. Oh, it's Rodney Dangerfield's um, autobiography with a new forward by Jim Carrey and an afterword by Roseanne Barr. I have to check that out. Sounds good. We got Ozeri Pronto Digital Multifunction Kitchen and Food Scale. Keychain? Is that what I just said? Elegant Chrome. Clerks, 15th anniversary Blu-ray. Nice. And digital. Pretty Hate Machine. Original version. Nine Inch Nails on CD. Only $5. CDs are very cheap now. It was $5. And you get a free MP3 version of the album if you're on Amazon Prime. Square Trade, three-year PC peripherals protection plan. Oh, somebody protected whatever, their gear that they bought. My Mother Was Nuts. I almost bought this book because I, it's this Penny Marshall's book. And, um, I had read, uh, I had read Gary's book and I should have gotten this one when it was on sale. Cause now it's not on sale. That's okay. But yeah, it's Penny Marshall's book. I've read Gary Marshall's books, and now I need to read hers, and I forgot to buy it when it was on sale. Maybe I'll just get it at the library. We got Pilot Friction Clicker Retractable Erasable Gel Pens. Fine point. Ooh, gel pens. We got Stephen King's The Stand. Is this book, movie? 
What do we got? DVD, getting that movie. If you haven't seen it before, let me know what you think. I enjoy it. Most of it. Vivo Dual LCD Monitor Freestanding Desk Mount with Optional Bolt-Through Grommet Stand. So it's a monitor mount for dual monitors. Battle of the Bulbs. I do not know what this is. Daniel Stern, Matt Frewer. Oh, it's like a Christmas tree, Christmas decorating competition. Wonderful, funny family Christmas movie here. Let's get a one star. This movie will not play on US DVD players. It was for the UK. Uh oh. Oh, that's why. These are all, this is a UK DVD. You guys all bought a UK DVD and you're complaining about it. I hope this person didn't make that mistake. Although here, it looks good here. I get the Amazon video. Hmm. Hmm. Hope you got the correct format. But it looks like it was an Amazon video, so not a DVD. So there you go. Mallrats on Blu-ray. Sky Hat, Long, DBR, Thick Beanie, Scully, Slouchy, and Cuff. What? Winter Hat. That's a weird name for like a completely brown hat. Scully, Slouchy, and Hat? And cuff? I, okay. 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 We got Resp Labs original CPAP mask wipes. So these are wipes for your CPAP mask. Got an Amazon gift card. There you go. Get those Amazon gift cards. We got Cryptozoic Ghostbusters, Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, Oven Mittens. What? Oh my god, it's a Stay Puff Marshmallow Man oven mitten. Oh, I think I need to buy this. It looks pretty great. Whoever bought this, please take a picture. Because this picture is like not a, the actual item. Thank you. Alright, we got a Zoom H4n. Oh, somebody is not messing around. Digital multi-track recorder 2016 version. Nice. We got a Sunyi lightweight tripod with adjustable height legs, free phone holder with bag. We got a CPAP face cream, skin moisturizer. Nice. USB-C cable, USB type C to USB-A. Yeah. If you get those, I think that's for a switch, maybe. We got Dream Woods. Not sure what the heck that is. Album? Book. By Patrick Lacey. When Vince Carter takes a shortcut to work, he notices a billboard that nearly sends him into an oncoming van. The ad is for Dreamwood, New England's answer to Disney World. Whoa, I want to read this. Somebody has to tell me about it. It closed decades ago, but now that it's back in business... Vince is eager to take his whole family, hoping the magic he remembers will save his failing marriage. His wife, Audra, isn't so sure. She's heard the rumors of why the place closed. Murder, sacrifice, torture. But those are just urban legends. 
Surely there's nothing evil about a family tourist attraction. The Carters are about to discover that the park's employees aren't concerned with their guests' enjoyment. They're interested in something else. Something much more sinister. Welcome to Scream Woods. It's 135 pages. Oh, man. Somebody let me know how this is. If it's worth two ninety nine. Patrick Lacey was born and raised in a haunted house. He lives in Massachusetts with his wife, his mustache cat, his Pomeranian, and his muse, who is likely trying to kill him. That's nice. No one stars. It has a four and a half star, 40 reviews. Four and a half stars. Refreshing, re- refreshingly unique. A true haunted thrill ride. Alright. Well, this sounds exciting. So I want whoever bought Dream Woods, um, once you read it, let me know. Alright, we got Care Touch CPAP tube clean brush. So cleaning the CPAP. We got women long sleeve shirts, bet beepy hoodies for legging mini dress, tunic top. So clothes. Wireless Bluetooth speaker, ZOEE outdoor portable stereo speaker. Nice. Linksys, Max Stream. Tri-band wireless router. Works with Amazon Alexa. We got a long USB-C cable. Nice. Pack of two Cali Time cozy fleece throw pillow cases. Covers for couch bed sofa. Couch bed sofa. Vintage Dahlia floral. We got Chucky complete seven movie collection on Blu-ray. Spider-Man Homecoming on Blu-ray. Stella Sapiente. What the, what's that? The the Lillingtons. Nice. Have not heard of them. Those brave foolish souls from the City of Swords, a standalone Yarns World novel. And finally, we got a Nintendo new 3DS XL Super NES Edition. I really wanted one of those, but you know what I want more and I don't even have money and I don't have money for? So I definitely am not going to spend $200 on this. I want to switch so bad because I want to play Mario so bad. And now I'm like tempted to get Zelda on the Wii U. But then I'm like, but I kind of want to get a Switch and maybe I should just wait till I get a Switch. But I have no idea when I'll get a Switch because I need to start saving for WrestleMania. It's just a lot going on, you guys. But speaking of things going on, I already mentioned our Facebook group. And um, that's pretty much what's going on. Go to RadioBrendo.com for all those links. MountainRoomEscapes.com if you're going to be in Big Bear. They just opened their new rooms. Awesome. Getting lots of good press. Use the code RadioBrendoMan on the website. $5 off each ticket. Don't forget to check out our friends at Crude Inc. at Etsy.com slash shop slash Crude Inc. For awesome vinyl artwork. I perform at Rupo almost every Monday at Back to the Grind in Riverside. If you want to perform... Sign-ups are at 8.30, show starts at 9. It does cost $3 to attend or perform $3 at the door. And um, that's just to keep the nonprofit performance group going uh, every Monday. Back to the grind, downtown Riverside. Via music, poetry, spoken word, comedy, come on down. If you're going to come on down, hit me up. All right. With that, um, I've watched so many movies, read so many books. Uh, 
I don't even know where to start. I'm having trouble keeping up with everything right now, to be honest, because of all the, I mean, going to wrestling shows and getting movie pass is really, I'm like super behind. I'm trying to catch up. I just watched the third episode of Last Man on Earth, and I'm just about to start the Halloween episode of Bob's Burgers, and I'm way behind on the Goldbergs, although Goldberg on the Goldbergs was great, and I recommend checking that out. And I'm a couple episodes behind on Kirby Enthusiasm, which is amazing. And I'm way behind on SNL. I watched the Kumail episode. I think there's, I think there's only one after that. Maybe two? I didn't watch the Halloween special either. Well, see, that's the thing. There's a lot going on. And I haven't, I'm behind on all of it. And, you know, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And we're all fine. But, Coming up next is um, my conversation with with um, Diana and Paulina from Happily Ever Aftermath. And be sure to check out their podcast on Apple Podcasts and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Happily Ever Aftermath. And we will catch you guys next time. So for Radio Brendo Man, I'm Brendan Creasy. Have a good one, everybody. Okay, we are back at LA Podcast Festival with Diana and Paulina. And you guys, what's your guys' show name? Tell everybody. Oh, uh, so we are Happily Ever Aftermath. Uh, we're the podcast that discusses relationships, remo- relationships in movies and our relationships with them. And how long have you been doing that? We've been recording for about a year, but we took a while to like rec- start recording regularly. And then so we've really only started putting out... Uh, episodes since like May. May. Yeah. So we tend to like watch, watch movies that we watched on repeat when we were like 13 to 16. And we're, tr- we're starting to get guests, which is really fun. That's exciting. It's really exciting. We just had our first guest and I worry she's like, it's, no one's going to top her. She's, she's this really fun woman that, um, I, so the, the guest picks a movie? Yes. And she picked Newsies. I love Newsies. <laughs> See, this is the thing. I didn't know. I, I've this... never heard of Newsies. What? And... Well, no, no, no. Well, no I no, heard no, of it. I'm sorry. I heard, heard of it as what killed musicals. So, oh. well, where, but I like, liked it. For me, that was just the dancing Christian Bale movie. First, yeah. the first dancing Christian Bale movie because he dances in like um, Swing Kids and he dances in American Psycho even if it's just for a minute. There's a okay. meme for it, so go find it. It's pretty fun. But uh, yeah, he's like young and it's it was weird. And I thought like Newsies, really? Yeah, okay. no, it was so random. But Especially that, knowing somebody, you know, you're like that is not the. What's film romantic the- about Newsies? Exactly. I guess that's what I'm trying. That to was find. my first I just realized question. that I was like, wait a minute. But that's what is there were, even a love story? That's what we were asking. Yeah. We well, we didn't want to, like, spoil it before we watched okay. it. Yeah. So I asked my husband, like, honey, can you go um, check to see? And I'm t- flipping through the cast, and I'm just like, oh, she looks age-appropriate. Okay, okay, Jen. <laughs> yeah. Jen was our guest. I'm like, Jen, let's do this. Well, it was you know? just so, so strange, too, because it's a, it's a friend who's a fan. Mm-hmm. And so when we went and talked, like, I was, I was having dinner, I was having drinks with her, and she's like, I'm like, okay, so you're gonna pick a movie, and this is what the movie, you know. And I gave her the whole spiel, like, like it has to, it has to be something you watch to kind of on repeat mm-hmm. that you thought about, especially if you watch it with friends. And she's like, cut me off and was like, I know the movie, 
Newsies, and I was like, whoa, that was not what I was expecting. But there is a love scene. There is actually a very, very, very sweet love mm-hmm. story, which is weirdly not even shoehorned in. Yeah. It yeah. actually kind of works because it's it sort of, it makes the Christian Bale character more of a three-dimensional character. Mm-hmm. It's really random. So what do you love about Newsies? I just love the songs and the theme, and it's a musical about, it's a historically accurate musical <laughs> about the rise of the paper boys and I love the period. Like I, I love the. That I, loved. I just love the music, and I like the. I like Christian Bale, and I like that other kid. Um, Wait, the who, one that played David? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then he, he actually ended up on Sopranos like way later. Are you serious? Yeah. Holy crap! And, uh, so I think the the love interest is is in in. Um, uh, oh my god! Why am I spacing in the name? But it's um, uh, it's blue. The color blue. Blue is the warmest color. Yes. Okay. Whoa. Yeah, I think she's like the older woman and blue is the warmest color. Oh, cool. I yeah. Gotta, I gotta check that out. I think. That's kind of different from Newsies. Kind of different from yeah. Newsies. <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I, I, I too love So you guys are hats. big the movie are fans? Is that what made you want to start? Here's what's really interesting, and I realized this as we were doing the podcast. Yeah. I like talking about movies more than I like yeah, the movies Yeah, I think themselves. that's what I've realized too. So I could ramble on and on about a random movie. I may have never seen it. Yeah. I'm pretty good at the Kevin Bacon game too, because yeah. I can remember, oh, that person was in this movie and this, that. Oh, have you seen it? No. But I can tell you how it ends. Mm. I can tell you, uh, Kevin Bacon was in this movie and that connects to this movie and then always suddenly you're magically at Mariska Hargitay. I am like not, it's very strange because actually, um, we originally conceived it was supposed to be like, we're going to make fun of romantic comedies and then we realized how boring that was. Yeah. And you have I, to be really good. I to don't do that. like romantic comedies. That's what's kind of funny about it. And then also, I, I guess I really like movies, but I haven't seen a ton of, I don't end up going to see a ton of popular movies. So let's, and yeah, I read I kind of stopped going to the movies yeah, because people of, pissed me off too yeah, much. Well, and also, they're expensive also, as like, hell. Honestly, peak TV. Like, yeah, also I we like are living read. in the golden age of television. Absolutely. And I, like, yeah, and yeah. I got a decent, like, you yeah. know, I got a decent size screen. Yeah, exactly. That I too. I like, I'm sitting at home. Why do I want to get up and drive yeah. somewhere and deal with assholes? And I'm also patient. I, I also have no yeah. memory. Well, also, yeah. yeah, that's true. Now, I mean, what's the release window now? 90 days? Exactly. Like That's the other thing. But the it used to be like a film. year. Yeah. So like, you had to wait a really long time. Also like... And keep your ears plugged. And yeah, and you had to wait a long time. Mm-hmm. And then also... But then there's like I also remember movies used to be in the theater way longer. So yeah. like now I feel like oh I kind of want to go see that, but it's gone already. It's gone. Like Brigsby Bear, I really I've heard oh, so much yeah. about it. Yeah. And then it was all it was like it came and went oh. where we lived. And then, oh. and then three days from now it'll be yeah, yeah three days. Yeah, after and then I just gotta wait. It'll be on, it'll be on, on demand or exactly. something, you know? Like especially now. I mean that's a whole new release model now where a lot of movies, like smaller movies, are just skipping the theater altogether. That's the thing. And now it's there's no longer a stigma against direct to video stuff yeah. since now it's pretty much the only stuff that gets released is like big blockbusters yeah. and other things. So you have a lot of smaller movies that are getting on demand and there's a lot of hidden gems Absolutely. out there. Oh definitely. And I think like because we, we live in the San Francisco area and it's kind of it's a secondary market so yeah. like the movies I get really interested in are, always, are kind of odd or mm-hmm. uh, and then and where do you live in the Bay Area? I live in San Francisco. Oh, you Where's live in the Bay Area. I live in the Bay Area. Where in the Bay Area? Uh, it's probably about 25 miles outside of San Francisco. 
What's uh, it called? Oh, it's called Pleasant Hill. It's know, very pleasant. I know. It's always 75 to 80. Is that anywhere sunny. near Pleasanton? It's about another 30 miles the okay. other way. My friend lives in Pleasanton. Pleasanton. Pleasant yeah. I worked in Pleasanton. And my friend, I think he lived in Pleasanton and worked in Dublin, or maybe it was the other way around. Yeah. Now he lives it's in Fremont. Ah. It's that whole area. It's yeah. that whole But that whole, I just... That whole area has gotten completely insane, like real estate wise. Because I was like, I I went up and interviewed for a job, and they're like, all right, here's how much it's gonna pay. Yep. And then I started doing the math. I'm like, oh, I can't afford oh, yeah. to live here on this, so I'll see you guys later. Wow. <laughs> it's it's skyrocketing. Because no, like, they told me how much you're gonna pay, and I'm like, oh, that sounds amazing. And yes. then I started looking. I'm like, oh shit. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. It can almost <laughs> cover your cost yeah. of living. No, yeah. it's madness. And people are always like, yeah, what do people do with all this you know, money they make in tech and whatever? I'm like, they probably spend, spend it, it on, on rent. Housing? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Cause yeah, my brother ended up, he actually, cause he, was, he lived in Berkeley for years mm-hmm. and he worked in the city and then he ended up moving up to Portland. Wow. And then, and then cause he's like, oh, it's so cheap up here, but then Portland's like, going up now. Portland is madness. Cause I, I recently like, I'll just move to Portland. It's like when our yeah. rent control, when we get kicked out of our rent control apartment, we're going to go move to Portland. But now Portland's But insane. now I can't do that. I don't know what I'm going to do. I moved, I had to move. I just, I'm, I, cause I was living in San Diego and I got laid off my job and San Diego is expensive as hell. Right. So I, my friend lived, I live like two hours east of here, okay. Oh, okay. so like you just keep going out, out not to the, all the way to the desert, but almost, yeah. and it's affordable. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's the thing; you have to live like super far, yeah, like from anything. Or you got a time it just right of you got to find a spot, yeah. get there before a tech boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Happens. That's true. That's yes. what we did. We like think about. I think in. about because like yeah, because um, I think about the because like Portland's like that now. Austin, like mm-hmm. Austin, just oh boom. yeah, yeah. Like, because that's where my company moved to. Oh, is Austin. I lost my Austin is the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's the new tech. Yeah. Like because yeah. they they got smart and they offer all these tax incentives to tech companies exactly. and stuff, and they lured a ton of them away from California. Yeah. And like like and over there, and other cities are doing the same thing. Yeah. So right. like. And I mean, it's good for California because, like, we probably need people to leave because it's so <laughs> yeah. fucking crowded. Especially the Bay Area. Especially as more. See, I'm. I was just thinking the other day because, like, so like you have like you go like L.A. and then you go inland like Ontario, Riverside, and like Riverside's getting kind of nuts. Oh. And then like I'm like, what happens when they get like they're creeping in on us? Like our town used to be like super rural, and now we got an in and out, and like it's getting Uh-oh. like bigger. It's and I'm over. like, oh no, it's happening! It's, it's happening! I'm like, bye, bye. my rent, like the in and out. Opened and my rent went up thirty dollars. I'm like, is there a correlation here? <laughs> it's the beginning. It's we the have beginning an in and out yeah. now. Where like it's pretty soon. I don't know what's gonna happen. If we get a movie gonna theater, a then I'm gonna have to move. You're gonna oh, get a brew no. pub, and then and then oh, you're gonna get a brew pub. Brew pubs. It's, oh, it goes in and out, then brew pub. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then it explodes. I just, I keep seeing it. I've went to I've lived to through through two tech booms. If you uh if you see an auto zone open, run. We uh, just got an Earl Scheib painting. No, not Earl Scheib. Some big auto dealer auto detailing oh, chain. Okay. We're getting chain stuff which worries me because yeah. I'm like cuz that means they've done research. That's a sign. And they're like this is an ideal place to open a major business. Yeah. Okay. They're they're going Are you going on a mission? Okay, good luck. What's happening? So they go out. These guys are very good at, like, going out and grabbing guests to bring in here. Ah. And 
So I don't know if that's what they're doing or if they're – I think they might be going to get food. I don't know. <laughs> so um, it could be an exciting guess. Yeah. It could be food. But be food. we are trying – we are exciting. kind of – we have an advantageous uh-huh. location here because the green room is right there. Yes. So, like, we can kind of get people – because that's – we've got to wrangle people. I don't know if you've – have you been to PodFest previously? Yeah, she's been the This is my third year. So you know how there was, like, the podcast lounge and we'd yes. kind of be standing in the doorway just looking for people. Like, hey, you come in here. Hey, how's it going? You want to come on a podcast? Right. And, hey, Kevin, you know, Kevin, whatever. Who was it last year? Kevin Pollock. Yeah. We were trying to get Kevin Pollock. He was yeah. real not, he was not oh, nice no. to us. But he uh, did take a picture of it. Oh, okay. But then he was a real jerk about it. Oh. <laughs> um, and I was just, I wanted, I like, Cheryl was so excited that Kevin Pollock was going to be here. Yeah. And, like, she loves the usual suspects. And, like, mm-hmm. and, like, she, yeah. and he was here all day. Like, he just, and then he kept, like, no, no. And I'm like, you've been, you could have done it, like, just now. And he oh. didn't do it. I was so, I, I was more upset for Cheryl. Yeah. Because she was really, I, I got Sam Levine on my show and I was super, because Freaks Did and you Geeks, really? Freaks and Geeks oh, is, like, wow. my favorite show yeah, of all yeah, time. I love so, so, like, we were just, like, uh. completely nerding out. Oh, my God. And I met David Harbour from Stranger Things. Oh. Oh, and really? he was so cool. Okay, was and he even said, he's like, I'll, I would be on your show, but I have to leave right now. Yeah, and like, no. but he was so nice. Bill Hader was super nice, but yeah. we also couldn't get him because he had, had to go. But like, we've had a lot of, like, we get a lot of big, like, especially comedians. Like we had TJ Miller in here last year. That's right. And Todd Glass always comes in and all the other guys. And it's always a lot of fun. But Sam Levine last year was I was really stoked about. I got to take a picture of him, and it was so exciting. Yeah. I'm just like, hi. And he's, he's like, yeah, you want to picture? He was so me? nice. Yes, please, I, I am so bad. I'm always like, I don't want to bother you. But <laughs> I felt that way about the lab. So my first year, I'm like, wow, that's a podcast lab. That's so amazing. And then, uh-huh. then last year, I'm like, wow, I'm gonna like actually stick my head in here. This is so amazing. And like, here I am. I'm in the lab right now. You're in the lab. I know. No, that years. I'm well, so you. I remember you told me last because it was right. You went. Right after we started the podcast, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, I don't know. That just sounds so scary. What? Because at the time we hadn't even thought about if if we can do it. But so you guys are like, fun. you guys are friends. Yes. We yeah we met um our I worked with her husband mm-hmm. and then just like we met at a you know like just awkward work dinner but then we just ended up hanging out we and kept having talking. such a good time and then you were just like let's do a podcast that's pretty much yes exactly yeah that's yeah. awesome and you've been doing it for a year about a yeah, year about yes. a year that's yeah. awesome yeah and um it's called happily ever aftermath yep and. I'm excited because uh, you said you guys are going to be recording stuff. I heard you might be on it. I'm excited. Please be on it, please, please. And that because well, you said you have a specific thing for this one. You're talking about Titanic. Yes. Yeah. So, so I have some Titanic thoughts. Oh, and good, memories. good, good. And good, I would good. like to know. We all would like of them. to hear. But them. then, as far as my movie, because I guess mine's not a romantic comedy either. It, but it influenced because you says influenced. Um, what movies influence your view of love, romance, and relationship? Romantic yeah. comedy so is irrelevant. I want to hear so, what I yeah, whatever. I mean, mine, the, there was a movie that I watched that directly led me to do some stupid things. Listen. That's and, what we want. Um, Tell me. I watched Dead Poets Society. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my Carpe God. Oh, my God. Diem. You are like, freaking me out. We're talking this about is, this episode, yeah. Yeah. I Episode. We're talking about this movie. Yes. That led me to do some very bold, bold moves. With a girl that I uh, that I was I was at a I took to prom and it ended up she never talked to me again. 
I made my feelings known, you know, and oh my god, because I watched that whole. I got because we were watching in video film class, so I had to watch it like five times, and I just got. I kept getting hyped up about like, yeah, carpe diem, he did it, it's gonna work, and this is gonna be great, like that, yeah, 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 and I just got so fired up, and then it was like, no, dude, like, but wait, did she? But wait, she did go to prom with me, but. I kind of had to like. I kind of had to finagle. Like I was like, she's like, you have to understand. I, I found the let. So it's this weird thing where like, um, I I asked her over the phone because we were just talking. We were friends, okay. which actually ties into Titanic because <laughs> oh, so we. Sorry. I had made these parody videos of the movies that got nominated for Oscars. Oh my god! And um, she was in the. Um, we filmed them all at once at my house, and um, she she was in. Um, she played Helen Hunt, and because it was um, what's the oh the, as good as it gets as good as it gets. Yeah. So we filmed that part. Okay, and then. Um, we used her car because she had an old classic Mustang. Yeah. So you know the love scene in Titanic and the car. We filmed our parody of that in her Mustang. Oh, wow. So I'm like, can you stay? We need to use your Mustang so we can film Titanic. And, <laughs> and I remember like, like talking to her while we were filming Titanic is when I kind of really fell for her. Mm-hmm. And and then um, and hanging out. And then we went to, and then I asked her to prom over the phone, mm-hmm. and then I guess like she said yes, but then she changed her mind. Aww. Did so you then, actually get to go to the? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, so then she, and then she said, I, I found this letter. She ended up being a lawyer, and it's a very lawyery letter. Oh my god! Where she's like, you didn't actually ask me, and this and this and this and this and da 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 da, and you should go with this person. I didn't. I don't like it. Was this after or before? This is before prom. Before like, two. So I, I was like that, and I'm like, oh my god, no wonder she became a lawyer like this reads like a lawyer <laughs> oh so then I made so then after so I watched Dead Poets Society and I'm like mm-hmm. no I'm going to prom with Jenny mm-hmm. like I'm gonna make this happen yes. it was my senior year and I'm just like you know and I again I didn't know I was not very good at communicating with women which I found out I realized later I was dealing with like I'm I'm I'm, I'm mostly I say mostly gay like mm-hmm. mostly gay <laughs> um, and uh and I but I was dealing with all that I was starting to deal with all that but I was pushing it away because I came from a very religious background okay. and so I was kind of like no 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 yeah. but I so I didn't I feel like there I my 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 gayness was starting to materialize in the sense that I the romantic stuff like and like that it was all what I had seen in movies and oh, everything wow. like okay. none of like I didn't I didn't because you know I talking to like straight dudes they're like oh yeah you just do this I'm like ah, no like I don't know what the what are you talking about like you know like and so my, I, like, I just, I bought a bunch of, I bought flowers and, like, I knew she was TAing in this class and yeah. I walked into the class and I oh. gave her the flowers and, and I realized I was putting her in the situation where she could not say no. Yeah. And at the time, like, you know, but at the time, like, that's a grand romantic gesture. Yeah, absolutely. And, but now looking at it, I'm like, I don't know if that was cool. Like, <laughs> See, I think the thing with that, like, she, she was just bad, which is that the grand romantic gesture, Oh, is like it always. It's like, it amazing. The movie tells you it always works, and but it's, it's amazing. Also and it's amazing when like two the two people are really into it. But when if the it other person, it's the worst thing in the world. It's awkward. creepy as hell. And I was that guy. Like and and like I oh, so that's when I like God, I almost want to like I, for a while I wanted to like. 
I don't know, because I work with, I used to be, um, like, I used to be a youth pastor, like, working with, like, youth, mm-hmm. and I worked with, I, 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 I specifically would, like, work with these dudes that I'm trying to, like, teach, like, show them, like, here, how's, not, here's how not to be a creepy dude, like, don't oh. do any of the stuff I did. <laughs> learn from and me. Learn from me, you know, and, like, but yeah, so I, so we went, and then we, we went to prom, yeah. and then, like, it was fine, um, but then she made you like made it abundantly clear like this is a friends thing, yeah. friends, friends, friends. It was fine, and I had a great night. And then I'm, and then but then I was like, oh man, what do I do now? And then again, I kept watching Dead Poet Society, and and I was like, Carpe Diem. So then I like, and then I was like, you got to tell her how you feel. You got to let her know. And and then it just went completely like Aww, I told her. She just responded like not just like I'm not, but like. Oh my god, like, how, like, you're, no, like, and oh like, just terror, like, just complete shutdown, which, but, which, okay, of course, cause like, I was coming so, like, yeah. she had to just be but like, she already said no, and yeah. you're like, no, no, if I just say it the right way. Well, like, cause I was like, I didn't tell her I, like, of course she knew that I was into, yeah. but I'm like, no, she has to know, and like, and maybe if I tell her in the right way, yeah. you know, oh like, god, and again, like, the movies, but I was like, you know, so, like, and I was just like, well, it's, it worked for, but like, I don't know, so I was just really, silly when it came to that stuff and made her feel real uncomfortable and then I went to college and right. and wrote sad poems about her and Aww. was all sad for a while creeped her out a little bit more from afar just writing sad poems oh, and posting yeah. them online oh and my god I did, just I did dumb oh, shit I did so much of that just, I didn't even have the online yeah, thing and then, so I, I, and, and then like but then I'm, I still like had this weird thought, like maybe if she reads the poems, like and yes, so she'll know I had this. a friend like say like, hey, you should read these, and then completely, then she never talked to me again. Oh wow! Yes, yes. If she just read it, yeah. then she would understand. Yeah. I know exactly. What and that was always my thing, like maybe, like how can I get? Yeah. Because like, like that's the thing that movies teaches is you you can make somebody like you. Yeah. Yes. And that's complete bullshit and really creepy and I feel like that's contributed that's been a contributing factor to all these asshole dudes out there just feeling they're entitled to relationships with women (laughs) I I feel like movies are a contributing factor to that I think so also I think that you know rewatching a lot of these movies now you're like Oh, actually, it was really clear that there was something there, yeah. and that's why that's not a creepy, you know, creepy. Or, there's always something. There's always something. Like, she's just, now you see it, yeah. but you don't see it. Well, yeah, in movies, they're always trying to justify what they're just like. No, she's just like she's kind of scared of her feelings, well, for or she's you. dating a podiatrist. I think as a society, oh, we've also progressed because I, I was glad that there was like a crazy backlash at passengers. Yeah. With Chris Pratt. Oh yeah. Cause that, like, what he did is creepy as Never fuck. Saw it. Like, Selfish. so he, so they were like, there, it, it mm-hmm. is like, so they were on, it's like a hypersleep kind of yes. thing. Yes. And they're on like this ship, and he like basically like becomes obsessed with this woman, and then wakes her up, and you can't put her back to sleep, so like he basically made the choice for he gave, her. And he gave her a death sentence. Yeah. To be with him. So like, oh. hey, guess what, you're awake and we're gonna die now. Yeah. And you have to be with, that's, that's not that's cool. This, that is that is that and is that's a supposed very to be that's supposed to be a wonderful love story like yeah. and then I always think about like I think about things I don't know our society's fucked up because the one that always bothers me is like Greece oh, oh my god yes this is so it's like yes. you have to like Completely. change everything about who you are and be something you're not <laughs> and 
And also, like, he, they have this time together, and then suddenly he's like, oh, I can't admit to my friends. Yeah. And then her friends, like, aren't that nice yeah. to her. Friends like, are terrible. Her friends are terrible. Everyone's like... And she's a new girl, so yeah. she's got yeah. her choice. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I was the new girl. Like, eventually, she never figures out, like, you have a choice. It's called yeah. a book. And I'll yeah. bring it to lunch <laughs> and then read it in the corner. That's or, why. Or make friends with a librarian. Make friends with the girl that they're making fun of. Yeah. Like, exactly. You're uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. This Be is friends like, with her. Yeah. Yeah. I, Go to the library. Find your people. Eat that's why the movie Angus is... Is my favorite movie of all time. I have to go okay, watch I that. Need, because it is about a fat kid who you think it's going to end up being like She's All That or one of the many others where they get pretty and then everybody likes them and yeah. whatever. But the whole point of Angus is you don't have to change. You have to, you, he calls it, he basically, he's like, no, you don't have to change. You have to, you have to, you have to be yourself and force the society to mutate, yeah. like you have to mutate, and then you kind of so because if the if the if the because he the the whole thing there's a kind of an allegory going on. He's doing a science project yeah. about he's trying to prove that if you introduce an element into a toxic environment, instead of the expected, it'll explode, it'll reject, or it'll have to assimilate. Oh, it yeah. can be itself, but then they have to they can coexist in homeostasis, mm-hmm. and that's kind of the point of the movie is you don't have to change who you are in order to be accepted in order to be loved right. and you can find your footing and it's gonna suck yeah. and like bullies are not gonna go away no. like yeah. you're not it, it doesn't have a happy like oh the bully and I are friends now no that yeah. does not happen yeah. and and you might not get the, you might not get the girl like be a girlfriend but hey maybe she'll have a dance with you and maybe there's like it's not like it's it's totally realistic in yep. what happens oh god now I and have to go see it it's, right I now. love it it's yeah. one of it's is it's got Kathy Bates in it. It's got oh. George C. Scott. Oh, sweet. It's got uh, it's got James Vanderbeek. Yeah. He's the bully. Of course. It's got Ariana Richards from Jurassic Park. Oh nice. The girl oh, from right. Jurassic she's, Park. She's and oh. I just love that movie so much. Just be, and it 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 helped. I was it was my number one pick on movies made oh, me because. Oh, wow. I it made me into who I am because it taught me that I could and like that movie helped me break out of my shell mm-hmm. like socially because I was like the super shy kid thought everybody like I'm never gonna nobody's ever gonna like me right. and I was like you know what I'm a good person and I can be like that and it gave me like a pathway to like success in like life and I think it really helped me out that is oh, awesome. That's awesome and Overall, Dead Poets Society did too, but I think I just took it a little well, okay, too I literally. Have one more question, because I know we're taking up like a ton of time. No, 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 we're but, good. Um, what? So, the, I mean, there were a ton of movies. Yeah. Um, that feature, you know, people just like see. I mean, I know they didn't use the carpet DM, but like, but what would I know? Um, I like. But what was it about that movie that made it? I think it was just because the whole like. I loved like their I because I, I'm a I, I consider myself a writer so I just like mm-hmm. like their its basis is in these romantic poets and like when they're they just they're they're in this repressive society they're at a boarding school their parents have these unrealistic crazy expectations for them and they just they want to do something else they want to be their own people and they finally like have somebody an adult that is encouraging that and yes it doesn't all go well like i mean that dude like i mean i yeah. don't want to spoil her like yeah. one of the guys kills it's himself been out, it's been out you know since, like, like and that scene is just so like heartbreaking it is so, yeah. but like but then i think it does kind of show like the pressures of like young men and the expectations mm-hmm. and like 
and and then like trying to break that and like the things that our parents like having I don't know and then but then also just that like you know you know it like did it also I, have a piece think, um, not even on the romantic side but did it also have a piece of there is this expectation of don't be in the arts you are to be yeah a doctor, exactly you that to be like, a, like you yeah. have a pathway this is stick what, to this yeah. this and, is what will make you secure yeah exactly and as somebody that I've also struggled with that my yeah. whole life because yes. as a creative person as somebody that's been drawn into that and then being like but I have to make money and big prizes but I don't art I, is unstable and like yeah and like and I've and I've worked well, like super, like pretty high paying jobs, but I've been miserable and it drove me crazy. And yes. now I feel like I've achieved a better balance in my life where I, I got a job working IT at a school. So I, it's never, it's not, it's not as demanding as my old jobs. Yeah. And I have like the school schedule. And then in my off times, I work on my creative projects yes. and go to conventions oh, and nice. come to this. And I was able to get off work and, balance you know, and it's a life. much better balance. And I think that that's one of the other things that movie and also it was one of the first movies that I studied critically because it was in a video film class in mm-hmm. high school yeah. so I kind of started appreciating film on a different level like from like how like not just like oh this is cool and I like this but mm-hmm. like somebody made this and here's how they made it and yeah. somebody wrote this yes. somebody wrote these lines because it's crazy but like it's true a lot of people I don't I think they don't even they don't even realize that like movies have scripts and like <laughs> yeah that there's all these think, people who do this like, yeah, because I think a lot of people genuinely. I don't think I don't know. I think I know my like a lot of people don't even think about like the where do the lines come from? Do the actors say like or they think the actors like change line? I'm like no, it's a that is like, such a horrible misconception. Yeah. that well, you think comedies. about yeah, yes, and I think a lot of people make bad movie decisions because they follow only actors yeah. and they'll go see whatever someone says. Yeah. And I started following writers and directors mm-hmm. and stuff and I started seeing a lot of different movies and it kind of changed and that kind of started with Dead Poets Society because we but then again yeah it also get, caused me to start to just make those bold but like I think the first grand time, gestures you know oh yeah I think sorry I didn't mean to cut you off but no, like okay. I think the first time I mean you have to start getting like rejected and being okay with being yeah. rejected so maybe it's like that like it seems like it's bad, yeah. right? Because it was so painful when it happened. Yeah. But it's like you kind of do have to learn that lesson of like, oh, one hundred percent. Like, okay, you and know, I did that because the first time is like the first time is so. I ke- I made that, mis- but I kept. I did not. I was one of those dudes that just. I'm like, it's all them. They're they're wrong, and oh. and but that and that's and I, but I I almost be, I I I almost because there are so many of those angry dudes yeah. and I almost yes. became one of those dudes but I I saw it happening and I and I immediately like and then I also came to terms with my own sexuality I mean that also that helps a lot helps but um because I was like because but like but I think it's really easy to to turn to anger and then I think that builds but and then nobody addresses it yeah. and it's almost like guys are allowed to get away with doing yeah. that shit yeah. and I think that's what's put us in this situation that we're in now that we've been in I mean you as women I'm sure you've been living oh, in yeah. this but I feel like it's coming more to the forefront at least right like well sure. I feel I don't like know. you can talk about it more and even like especially I'm like in the I think about all the stuff that's been going down in the movie industry lately with oh, yeah. the Harvey Weinstein and the Alamo Draft House oh, stuff so and all crazy. this stuff and yeah. Cinef- we yeah. had a theater the Cine Family here in Los Angeles that 
clothes due to sexual harassment issues. And like the screen junkies guy. This, yeah, it's even crazier. Oh God, what? Oh, what? oh have you heard that? that? I just read about it this morning. I guess there's a lot of people coming up that the guy from Screen Junkies has been harassing a bunch yeah. of. Fuck, we just talked to that dude. Are you serious? Yeah, um, at Comic Con. Shit. It's, well, that's um, upsetting. Go look it up. I, it's I just only... upset, like Harry Knowles, like like this kind of shit. Like, but I'm, I think it, I'm glad. Like, this shit needs to. Like, we need to at yeah. least at least like have a dial. We need to start listening yeah. to women, and like I think I'm glad that people are finally listening to women, and I and because. I don't know. It 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 just it makes me very upset. Well, it's it's because I mean, being trapped in a box, no matter what it what size the box is or what shape the box is, is frustrating for everyone. Like men suffer too. Like that's what I mean. Some of the things you're saying, and I think even like I'm in software engineering, and like it, there's definitely a difference in that all of these things that I put up with. Cause I'm, oh shit, like, you're in like, software engineering. Yeah. I mean, talk about a boys' club. Yeah, and so like all these things. Um, I put I've put up with and there's it's not all like your husband's amazing yeah. and then never it's just like not an issue with a lot of people so it's not everybody but it's like it's definitely I've definitely noticed a difference where a lot of like I was kind of was like I'm just gonna get along like I'm just gonna like smile and just put up with shit mm-hmm. and now I'm like eh, I don't know do I really have to I don't think so no I don't want other people to have to deal with it because it's creepy and uncomfortable and now it's something I have to think about rather than thinking what I want to think about right which is like I do really enjoy my job it's so super how, fun how, how long have you is that is that like did you go queer science I or? didn't and now I have like a totally random oh, wow. path I've like I was like a stage manager and a bartender and so how'd you get whatever. to be in software engineering <sighs> just sort of happened it really did it like happened basically I took a class and built the website and then I just never really stepped to it I mean I'm doing it since like the very late 90s that's awesome yeah I love it I have a really good time and I'm really lucky I work with really smart people when what was your first website that you built oh it was actually for a documentary I uh, documentary film conference and I built it on so my parents are um, my I love these stories We're, engineer. I like talking about nerd shit oh, okay. <laughs> I made my first this website on so GeoCities Okay, so, I'm a little older yeah, than you, okay. so there was no GeoCities. Yeah. I literally made it. There was like hardly anything to HTML. It was really easy yeah. to learn. My Super parents basic. were both software engineers. Okay. And my father, you know, totally Godler's children. I had this thing that was called a briefcase-sized computer. I think it's mm-hmm. like a Tascam. I forget okay. the brand name now. It was like an NEC or something? Or? Yes, it was an okay, NEC. I was going to say, I they think made it was those, an NEC. Oh my like God. those things. Yeah, like and the, it's yeah. like 25 pounds. Yeah, my friend's dad had one of those. Yeah, and it was like... It's it's the size of a briefcase, and you are only half of it sort yeah. of flipped up. A little flip up. And so up. the first website I ever built was was like in orange scale because this was an industrial yeah. computer, yeah. and it had it didn't it wasn't like black and white. It was like shades of orange. Yeah. So and my first was computer like, okay, was like that. Ninety seven. Yeah, my first computer I couldn't lift. Yeah. Like like it was an IBM that my, my father gave me. Yeah, I got like an IBM Thanks, Dad. compatible. I love you. When I was eight years old, it had four disk drives. It oh, didn't have yes. a hard drive. Mm-hmm. The OS ran on yes. disks. No, you like stuck and, the disks yeah. in. And I had a, I had a, I had a JRR Tolkien game that was like ten disks. So you'd play for like two minutes and it'd be like, put in disk four. <laughs> and like, I'm like, okay. But that's cool. That's and then so they would cool. go thinking. See, cause that's thinking. exciting. Like your, like your parents encourage you. Cause I work okay. at a, I work at an elementary school and junior high school where mm-hmm. we're trying to get girls more involved. We, we we're trying to get them into our computer science classes because mm-hmm. yeah. it's the one area where there's still a huge gender oh gap. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. And it's insane. Like I'm a big 
I, I, I got introduced to girls who code and women who code. Yeah, and I'm involved. I went that. to a conference where the girls who code lady like spoke, and she just really she's amazing. She's amazing. Talk about empowering and just feeling like, and it made me feel really like, whoa, I have a responsibility for these oh, yeah. kids and these girls, and encouraging them and making oh, sure so that they good. make the right choices yeah. and encouraging them because like they are because she talks a lot about micro messaging and how starting oh, from yeah. birth women are told like this is not for you like and she talks about all the millions of ways and it's horrible well, and so and it's always exciting hearing stories like yours and I mean and I have to say my parents I fought it like a plague when my yeah. parents make fun of me now well, they, so they were software engineers so yeah and then, but they made fun like they were like oh yeah you, you're probably gonna yeah. do this but my dad was an engineer so I think yeah. like, that's how I got the computer you thing you kind of get a bug where you just like learn it. Yeah. but the thing is I actually avoided it like I just I fought it mm-hmm. really really hard I was I was convinced I was terrible at math because my parents were so brilliant I'm like yeah. the stupidest person in my family and they actually were pretty supportive of me doing like more creative things though mm-hmm. it was fairly um, focused and they were really like if you're gonna do this you have to be very practical and so I don't even know kind of yeah it kind of happened but the one so I'm like lucky in that way that they encourage other things but I think it's like I I still I got all those messages like I'm bad at math yeah I'm bad at math and I I got it for so long that I even when I started working I had it for ages I think also like one of the myths that we tell like just people is that that software engineering is this thing where you sit in a room yeah. by yourself and it's really like nasty and, and there's people like, I mean, there is that, um, like people kind of arguing all the time, but you can find, if you know how to find places that are better, but yeah. most of it like is super creative and I work with yeah, other I worked people. At a, I worked at a software company so doing much. IT and sometimes I would watch like their like meetings and shit and like, I was like, oh, this is like, this is more than it is. There is a lot of creativity involved and like, and like, cause it's a, it was a huge software company, yeah. but like, I just, I thought it was so cool and it made me like, like want to maybe, but like, I don't know. It just, I, I, I think you're right about that. Yeah. So I'm just saying like, girl, it's, it's a super, it's, it's also like, I don't want to girl about collab, being collaborative, but it's just like, yeah, very it's not about like sitting in a room. A and you're teamwork. just there in your community. It's also it's maybe it's back in 1985 when like it was I think dudes it was. writing because I've read Actually, a lot about in the 80s. It yeah. was a lot of women. It kind yeah, of that, oh yeah, that's, that's true. But okay, can, can I make a r- plug for one of my favorite books because we're on this subject? Okay, and absolutely. It's a perfect book, and you discuss the 80s mm-hmm. and the uh, is Ellen Ullman. She this is uh, a, called a, it's called the Bug. The Bug. It's called the Bug, and it's by Ellen Ullman, who actually just put out another book. Um, oh my God, I'm so, it's my life in code, um, which I'm waiting to read. Yeah, she's 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 great, and um, we love talking about books on here. So this oh, is good, great. good. Okay, I'm a huge book guy. We were just talking about yeah, Kindle. Yeah, we were just talking about how the Kindle yeah, is the change, magic yeah. device. It's like the device. Like I, I just read three to. books last week, and that never would have happened. It's so good. And, like, and like, yeah, and, and the fact that when you go on vacation, I'm going on vacation, this is the beginning of a two week vacation. Nice. I'm like, I don't have to make any decisions. I can have all my books right here. Um, so you're reading the bug. So, you, so I already read the bug read and the everybody, bug. but you should, I think I you need to read the bug. Right. It is a book about a bug and it is a, just a thriller. It's so exciting and it's, but it's also, if you've ever worked in software, done mm-hmm. anything, it's like, Every minute is like the the personalities and the the way they describe the code. I'm always trying to get like 
all the people I know have read it are mm-hmm. and are like software engineers like me, and so I keep wanting other people and tell me what they thought about it because I was like when I found out what the actual bug is, mm-hmm. I was just like. <gasps> Oh my god! And I just read like a murder mystery. Just mm-hmm. finished one because I'm going to Arizona. And it was what murder the only mystery? Book. It's called. Oh, I actually forgot. It's called. It's by um, J. A. Chance. Mm. I'm sorry, I don't remember the name. I'm starting to get it's more into the those. First one. I loved. I read all of J.K. Rowling's of the Robert Gilbraith books. Have you read I those? I love those. They're so fucking they good. So and they're good. making a mini series, and I think it's coming out real I'm, soon. Okay, I'm really excited about that. But I just want her to write more books. I think because I, know, I love the cook. Yeah. Like I love. I know. She, like well, those have been doing really well. So she's already. They already did three. So. I, oh, I want one right now. Yeah, I'm a big I fan want, of those. I just, yeah. So and then and then I was just talking about how with them I was talking to Cheryl about how. After I was a juror in a murder trial, wow. I got oh, really sweet. into true crime, and yeah. like now, and then I got like this book bundle of true crime books, and I've kind of been reading all those and just like I don't know, getting really like into that, and like, but it's also like really morbid. <laughs> like, it is. I but know. It's just I have something a weird I'm true like, crime thing that I've only started in the past. But it's years. like, but it's also like true stories. Sometimes truth is stranger than fiction. So, yeah. And some of this shit, this one crime I read about, I had never heard about it. And it was about this murder that happened to this. Um, it was like this. I think she was like an heiress or something, and it was in it was in Hollywood, and like she she her and her like fiance like went out to like this ranch. And then, like, this dude that, like, this, basically this, this, like, con artist had, like, targeted them and, like, he, like, he, like, managed to, he killed the dude and then he, like, held her prisoner and then there was, like, a Stockholm Syndrome thing that happened where then she, like, then she, like, basically, like, helped him, like, almost get away and, like, but then she claimed, but then, like, I don't know, it was nuts. It was just completely insane. It was called A Death in California. Oh, my God, okay, I got it. And it's, it's, it's fucking crazy. Okay, I have... it happened in like the sixties, like, and I had never heard about it. It was a crazy oh, case. Crazy shit happens out here in yeah. California. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, you've read in if you're if you're in this if you're deep in this. You've, you've, have you read in Cold Blood? I've seen the I've seen the you movie. Really I need have to read, read the book. it. You have to read it. It is so good. I, I mean, it's I, on my list. I'm, I've got a ton of books. It's I like it's so it's so enjoyable. But yeah. it's also, so creepy because especially with his whole relationship with that mm-hmm. guy mm-hmm. is so weird. Yeah. Oh, I think what else happened was I watched the Jinx. Yes. And that was in that just was like holy shit. Holy shit. That was like I could not believe what I was watching. Holy shit, the Jinx. <laughs> yeah. Right. When that like that last that scene in the when it because I, I knew it, I, I had heard of like, it. I was just like holy. And I, yeah, I knew yeah. it was happening, and I was like, this is not. Is this happening? And then I'm like, it's not. You're watching like it's you're insane. watching a TV show, Polina. That is what's happening. But I'm like, it's real. It's real. Yeah. That, and then that just the insane. fact like that he the way like he got away with for like with those murders for like the longest time. Like it's nuts. The longest time. And he's just like the creepiest. He's the creepiest. Guy. You as soon as you see him, you're like, oh, this dude killed people. And this just guy the, definitely killed and people. And the way he like deals. Yeah. The way he like looks and his the ticks and stuff. Yeah. Oh my. You watch? Have you watched uh, um, Kimmy Schmidt? Yes. And Fred Armisen plays oh, Fred yes. And he's like, it's like he's, Carol Kane's boyfriend. I know. He's like, oh, that's his Roberts. Yeah. And, and so he just funny. like shows up. It's just so perfect. I love that show. I love that show. What is, I love that show. It's, 
it's one of those shows like Moses and I were going through like kind of a, I mean not like with Titus is like my favorite Titus. person in the world and they, and then you like see him in real life and he's exactly like that in real life and I'm like I want to really? hang out with you all the time I, I, like I've seen him on like talk shows and he yes. is Titus like he's Titus like that's him. Well, if like, how would you make that character you up? Can't. It's too There's specific. There's no possible way. You could and make that it. apartment that with is, like, oh dude, the lemonade episode. The lemonade. Oh, oh my just, was so god! Funny. I was just thinking that. Oh. I also love it when he he's never he hates vegetables. Yeah. Which and then and so they they go to the store and they um, they go to the store, but they only have like they live in a food desert. And they, they they can only go and get like yeah, the like lemon yeah like lemon flavored things. It's just a circle. He's never had one, so he's gotten scurvy. He gets scurvy. <laughs> yeah, he gets scurvy, and because I, I I knew a guy in college that got scurvy. Really? Because he was just eating ramen noodles. Oh, and nothing yeah. else. I know somebody got really sick. Can I can I tell you a, a weird? Okay, and then we of, can and then I'm sorry. wrap it up. It's uh, it's eight o'clock. Yeah, I should go too. Um. So when I was born in the Soviet Union and we came to the oh, U.S., wow. we um, we got really into like lemonade mix because mm-hmm. we thought this was it was 1980. We were like super into it, and so one day we were like we walked in the supermarket and they're just like there weren't a thousand. My mother's gonna be so embarrassed if I tell this story. Um, there weren't like a th- you just didn't have like like you didn't have you, you didn't have like f- things. You didn't have like cleansing products that were like food, and so my mom we bought lemon like uh, lemon dishwashing liquid, and we were like super excited because it was like a different kind oh, of lemonade. Oh, because you saw lemon. And it smelled oh, no. amazing. Oh no! And then we put it in. You know how oh, time no. lemonade kind of fizzes up a little oh, bit, no. and we were like so happy, and we were like, and then we're just we you were drink. just sitting there, and I remember afterwards we just sat there going. Why would there be a lemon? Because it's like all engineers, right? So you in Russia in, like, in the Soviet Union you did not have food scented. No, cleaning you products. had like cleaning products. What did like, the cleaning was, products they smell were like? like? They were like there was Ammonia. one and it was soap. Yeah, it was like borax or whatever. That sounds like a, that could be like it a, was sort I of feel a like skin. that's a that's a stand up joke. I totally in Soviet is, Russia. In Soviet Russia. <laughs> yeah, and my husband does that all the time. It's really irritating. In Soviet the Russia, is, the products clean you. Yeah, it was like us sitting around afterwards of like we're just sitting around the t- table like with these like foamy things going oh, why I just why would you do that why would you put a lemon on dishwashing liquid <laughs> like why I just don't understand <laughs> we're genuinely trying to understand like yeah this is what happens when engineers you know like, that's great try to anyway okay sorry well, thank you I so enjoyed talking to so you so much you. this is great and um, I'm excited to See you guys on do your show and Definitely. I'm excited to be on your show and yeah. um I'm happy you guys came to Podfest. Great. We should can we can we do a Twitter or Twitter? Yeah, what's your Twitter here? Oh we're at, at Hemecast as in happily ever aftermath cast. And you got a Facebook page? Yeah, we're at mm-hmm. Happily Ever Aftermath. Come like us. And on Apple Podcasts and Apple, all that. Google all Play and we're on Libsyn. Come find us. I'll have to subscribe on Google Play. Oh, thank you. Because I have an Android phone. I also have an Android phone. I was using Stitcher, but then I had a really, really bad phone that I couldn't install any apps on for a while. Like, it didn't have any space, Mm -hmm. but it had the Play Music native, so I'm like, oh, I can listen to podcasts. So I was freaking out. I'm like, how am I going to listen to my podcast? But but then not everybody was on Google yet, so I only had a few that I could listen to. (laughs) And then I'm telling everybody, like, get on Google. It's really easy. So I told Andrew how to, like, put a show on there. Nice. 
But I'm super stoked about your guys' show, and oh, thank you, so thank much. you guys yeah. for coming on. Yeah, we're so psyched when you're going to be on. I cannot wait to talk about awesome. Titanic with thank you. Thank you. Thanks. podcast welcome and amusings are your musings here age relives fond memories of the past and here you may savor the challenge and promise of the future hi i'm david and i'm kayla and if it wasn't readily apparent from that we're huge nerds about disney that's why we're doing the Animusings podcast once a month we'll sit down and talk about a film in detail from the walt disney animation studios filmography covering them in chronological order from snow white to moana and beyond to moana and beyond sweetie we're not doing pixar yet We'll do that after. That's going to be a long time coming. Anyway, if that sounds up your alley, come join Kayla and I, and maybe a guest or two, as we explore the Disney animated canon, film by film. With the hope that it'll be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. Ooh, nicely said. Don't thank me. Thank Walt. 
This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.